Howdy! On today's episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast, we take a break from food to talk about another big component of BLT, which is physical activity. We will be joined by BLT agent Heather Simpson in Wichita County to answer this question. What is the best workout I can do without any equipment? episode 6. I'm Emily Nelson, and today we're talking about physical activity. Before we get to our interview, let's run through a couple of stats. According to the United States Department of Health and Human Services, only 1 in 3 children are physically active every day. Less than 5% of adults participate in 30 minutes of physical activity each day, and only 1 in 3 adults receive the recommended amount of physical activity each week. Also, 28% of Americans, which comes out to about 80.2 million people, age 6 and older, are physically inactive. Quarantine, of course, has completely altered our everyday lives, and some of us have found daily walks to be the perfect way to get fresh air. But we've also been spending a lot of time inside, working on our computers, doing school via iPads, even watching a lot more TV and movies. Children now spend more than 7.5 hours a day in front of a screen and nearly one-third of high school students play video or computer games for three or more hours on an average school day. So while technology doesn't directly impact how well or how often we are physically active, it's easy to slip into a habit where we don't think much about how much we're on a screen or how often we take a break from that screen, whether it's a computer screen, a television, or even a phone, to make a conscious effort to be physically active. In our interview, which we'll get to in a second, Heather does a really great job of breaking down little steps to make our lives a bit more active. It doesn't require a massive overhaul on lifestyle to happen overnight, but instead small goals we can work towards to best fit our lifestyle. Over the next couple days, take a few minutes to brainstorm how you can replace a couple minutes behind a screen with maybe walking a lap around your yard or a five minute stretch session. Those small steps can make a big difference. Now let's go ahead and get to our interview. All right. So we have on the show now, Heather Simpson. Heather, thanks for coming on and go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, I am Heather Simpson and I am the Better Living for Texans extension agent out of Wichita County. And um, I am new to the area, so it has been um, a wonderful journey um, meeting um, agencies in the area and building great relationships for Better Living for Texans and bringing some of my strengths to AgriLife Extension. So it's been great. Awesome. That's great to hear. So obviously, you know, at Better Living for Texans, we're really focused on kind of the, the big three we talk about are nutrition, physical activity, and, and also kind of gardening. So today's episode, we're, you know, focusing on that more kind of physical activity uh, component of the Better Living for Texans efforts and mission. So what would you say, what's considered, quote, working out? Well, working out is um, quite different from just your daily activities. So if you have, for example, a desk job and you're getting in and out of your chair and you're getting, you know, maybe um, moderate amount of steps in, um, that would just be your daily activity. Um, Working out is intentional. 
It's something that we do maybe for stress relief or for weight loss, um, for health reasons. Um, it not only um, helps uh, our cardiovascular system, but it also helps strengthen our um, muscles and um, helps relieve pain. Um, so there's, there's quite a difference in um, working out and just your daily activities. That's, that's, I think that's a really good, important distinction to make. Um, I think, you know, sometimes a lot of our, like, our participants in general or just people in, in general think that they want to have a healthier lifestyle and maybe their physical activity already is somewhat limited. And so then they have this notion that they have to, you know, immediately start, you know, you know running a 5K, you know, tomorrow. And so finding that balance of, what you know turning physical activity into something that like gets your heart rate up rather than you know setting aside you know 30 minutes a day so finding that balance and i think that looks different for everyone so what would you consider for like maybe adults versus children how long do people need to um be physically active throughout the day that's a great question emily and I'm going to start with saying uh, the recommendation from the CDC. So the CDC recommends 150 minutes of moderate to intense aerobic physical activity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity each week. So that doesn't really mean that we need to go out, like you said, and run a 5K and get that 150 minutes in in the next three to four days. Um, we can break that up into small 20 to 30 minute intervals. If you are somebody who doesn't work out currently, then maybe your, um, your aerobic activity is going to look quite different from somebody who does work out every day. Um, maybe you're just trying to reach as many steps as you can. So if you are tracking your steps, maybe using an app on your phone or um, a your watch tracks your steps or even just a pedometer, um, you can find out where you're currently at. Say you're at 3,000 steps per day. Start with maybe trying to get to 5,000 steps per day and then working your way up slowly to getting to 10,000 steps per day. That's more than you were doing before. And if you're getting your heart rate up, that's physical activity that you weren't getting. So that's some aerobic activity. Um, now, if you are looking to intensify your current workout, maybe you are taking intentional walks a few times a week or every day. Um, you can then maybe try to jog a little bit, maybe one minute jog, one minute walk. So it really depends on where you're at now and what your goals are. And remembering that you're not, Rome wasn't built in a day. So you want to go slow and uh, give your time, give yourself some grace and allow yourself to adjust and find out what you like and what you don't like. I really like that you mentioned that because, um, yeah, especially running, I feel like there's such a huge push on, I need a jog or I need a run. And sometimes you can have a more effective workout that lasts a lot longer if you I think break it down into manageable chunks with a run walk or maybe just walk, um, you know, X amount of steps or miles or whatever your goal is for that day. And I think being reasonable, and I really like that you mentioned the idea of grace, of not being too hard on yourself, especially when you're starting, you know, a fitness journey or a physical activity uh, journey or goal that we're setting out, you know, for yourself to, to be healthier um, or just to be more physically active. So I really like that you mentioned that. So 
we're talking about walking. That's a, a walking and jogging. Obviously, that really takes minimal to no equipment. <laughs> but what Absolutely. would be some other exercises that maybe you could use that have uh, that have no equipment at all? So, like you said, walking and jogging is the easiest way to start because it's something that we can just do with what we have. You know our legs. <laughs> yeah. um, however, it's really good to get the strength. We want to also have strength component added into our, our, our workout regimen. So aerobic activity is one thing, but we can't be great walkers and great runners and stay pain-free unless we have some added strength activities. And you can do that without having a gym. It's absolutely possible. Some people think I need to go buy weights. I need to join them a gym. Mm -hmm. I need to do um, high intensity workouts with fancy equipment. And that's absolutely not true. You can use your body and you can also use just a simple chair that you have at your home or in your office or wherever you're at. So there are no equipment exercises. And one is a squat. And before I actually give some recommendations, I want to go back and say, um, it's really important that if you have any underlying health conditions that you get your doctor's approval, maybe talk to them, especially if you've never worked out before. Um, mm -hmm. If you've had some previous uh, injuries and or surgeries in the past, um, maybe you have an underlying heart condition that you've just been made aware of, always talk to your doctor first. So with that being said, um, and you, you want to start with some strength exercises, squatting is a great way. We sit down every day and we stand up every day. That's a squat. So you can start by sitting down in a chair and standing up and doing that 10 times, maybe 12 times, maybe eight times. So we want to just get the feeling of that repetitive movement and building strength in your legs. Um, and even your posture will change. You'll notice, you know, you, you don't want to bend over. You want to sit up nice and tall, stand up and sit down, just like you are sitting down in a chair. Um, and then when you want to add weights, that's when um, you can add something simple like holding um, a couple of bottles of water um, or some canned goods. And then you can grab what you have in your house and go uh, a little bit heavier if that's something that you wanted to do. Another thing that I like to make recommendations for is um, a push-up. And a lot of people think, oh, I can't do a push-up. There's no way. You can use a simple a wall. And you can just lean against the wall and push back and forth. And you're working on working those chest muscles, tightening your core. And once that seems easy, move down to the edge of a table and then try pushing up from the edge of the table. And then you can go down to the floor if it's available to you and get on your knees possibly and do a push up on your knees or on your toes. And if you have no idea how to do these, I know the, that the Better Living for Texans state page has uh, shared some really great videos from agents um, in the state of Texas who have done some workout um, videos on there so they can check those out. And I'm sure um, maybe we can link them or something. Um, but those are yeah. some great tips. Um, and I probably should make a video for uh, just some beginner tips on how to progress. Um, and then another thing that I like to recommend to get the heart rate up, but also add a little bit of strength that's a little bit more intense is step up. So if you have a curb outside of your house, you can step up and step down, or maybe you have a set of steps in your house, step up and step down um, and do that repetitively. Maybe you can set a timer for 30 seconds or one minute and see how uh, long you can go and then take a nice breather 
and then repeat that a couple of times. And then lastly, um, I like to always recommend the core. Um, and so you can start with planks. I know a few years ago, they used to have plank challenges on, the, on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. So those are always really fun. You can start with your knees. You can start leaning against a table and you can also uh, just go straight on the toes if you're, uh, you know, fit enough to do that. Some people can't do longer than 10 seconds and that's okay. Set a timer and see how long you can go and try doing it every other day or every day and make a goal for yourself. Maybe it's a one minute plank. I like that. Those, I love how with all of the recommendations that you gave, you had kind of different levels of like where to start. Uh, or if you maybe already comfortable, like, you know, like getting up out of a chair, kind of like, what's the next step to do uh, beyond that to kind of, you know, move that goal a little bit further without doing something crazy that, you know, would cause injury or cause a bad experience where you wouldn't want to work out, you know, again. Um, so I really, really appreciate that. I guess, you know, as we kind of close out, what would you say if you had like a piece of advice to someone looking to start getting into, you know, quote, working out or, you know, just in general being a bit more physically active or being more conscious about their physical activity, what would you say to them? Um, like I said, I think um, starting where you're at and s making a goal for yourself that isn't too unattainable. So if you're going to start somewhere, it's got to be where you're at now and um, it's really hard. I, I had, um, I have a previous experience as a personal trainer. I still am certified as a personal trainer, but I was a personal trainer in a gym for 10 years and I've trained people that were 18 years old all the way to 81 years old. I actually, my oldest client was 97 and wow. she was there just to feel good every day. She had a few hip replacements um, and she was just wanting to move better. So if you're waking up with pains before you go to the doctor or think about going to the doctor or even thinking about just laying around because you're not feeling good, try getting up and going for a walk and assess how you feel. You know, you, these, those endorphins that you create by just having a nice long walk, an intentional walk can create huge change. So we want to be very aware of how our body feels and possibly from there you can see, what do I need? What do I need to feel better? I like that. I had a, a roommate in college that when this is like when we are stressed with like a lot of work and stuff and, and schoolwork and tests and exams and papers. And we would just go for like walks in the evening around like our neighborhood. And she, she always told me, she said, Emily, a walk is like a bath for your mind. You're <laughs> absolutely, <love> <laughs> she's absolutely right. And um, so there are I, the physical, but the emotional and like the kind of just you feel better. I love that. That's true. And there's a lot of studies that have shown that when you are stressed, the worst thing that you can do for your body is do a high intensity workout. So sometimes a 45 minute walk with maybe just hearing the noises of the outside world and taking in that carbon <laughs> or breathing in that oxygen and breathing mm -hmm. out that carbon dioxide is just what our body needs. And we are, you know, we are, we're here to um, make the best of our lives and trying to just feel good on a daily basis and not uh, injury or, or pain. You know, we want to feel pain-free on as much as possible. So a walk can do wonders. 
Awesome. I like that. Well, Heather, thank you so much for coming on. I think this has been a super productive workout and or workout, <laughs> super productive <laughs> conversation that hopefully leads, you know, yes, exactly. people wanting to, you know, take small steps and working out, whether that's, you know, just, just a walk around the neighborhood. Um, thank you so much for coming out. We'll be sure to link definitely those videos. Uh, we always plug our social media at the end of our um, episodes and we'll be sure to plug uh, Wichita County social media pages as well too. So you can get in touch with Heather if you have any questions or just want to learn more. So thank you so much, Heather. I appreciate you thank coming you, on. Thank you, Emily. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that about wraps it up for our show today. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. Um, I urge you, like we said in the beginning, that I hope that if you can find, you know, just a minute or two to put down the phone or maybe turn off your screen for just, like I said, a short minute or so, take an extra lap around the block, do something to prioritize yourself and your fitness and your physical activity. Uh, That phone will always be waiting for you. That screen will always be there when you get back. And I hope that uh, we can uh, we can look forward to seeing you in the comment section as well. Be sure to check us out on social media at facebook.com backslash better living for Texans or on Instagram and Twitter at better Texans. Again, you know, write in the comments, you know, tweet at us, uh, tag us in posts, do anything that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you and see the amazing progress that all of you are making. Again, thank you so much for listening. Next week, we'll be back with Carrie Kennedy, who's a BLT agent in Harris County, so that's down in Houston. And we'll be talking about how nutrition and agriculture are related, so you won't want to miss that one, especially here, um, since BLT, or Better Living for Texans, is a part of Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. And other than that, I think we are about done for this week. Again, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. The USDA is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.